Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. We're back, baby. It's baby. Baby, we're back. Baby. That's all we're doing today with the podcast. Yeah, baby. Baby. Uh, we are back. Bing bong. We made it. Shirley Grand is back. <laughs> Another episode. I don't, we didn't go away for long this time. Just the regular two weeks from our... I need a time to recover from watching Star Trek and yeah. having an inner conflict within my soul about liking Star Trek now. Kind of. You but do, don't you? You're like you're like a you know casual enjoyer of it. I'm uh, sure, yeah. yeah, one of those things. We're sure. but this week, this week, we've so much news to get through at the top. Though I'm Owen, by the way, and Dan is the other person here speaking in your ears. I am. Yeah, and together we are. Sure, it'll be grand. A podcast. It, it surely will. Yeah, and we're we're yeah. Jesus, man, there's a lot going on today. In the world of of everything. I'll tell you what the biggest news story of the week is. Go on. The Wheel of Time is the number one most streamed TV show in the world for the last two weeks consecutively. Yeah, it is. Suck it is. on that, bitches. I, I feel like the bitches are probably you, enjoying it. You all, being like that. you all like it. All you doubters out there. I know, everyone that messaged me, man, what the <laughs> fuck is the Wheel of Time? Why do you keep talking about it so much on your fucking stupid little podcast? Well, now you know. It's I, fucking, it's You here. know, you, you say that, but I still know people have no idea what the Wheel of Time is. No, yeah, I mean, a lot of people still don't know what it is. But I have, I have cons- I've converted several friends into at least watching the TV show and a couple yeah, more yeah, yeah. reading the books. So that's a win for me in the own column. A win yeah. for both oh. of us, and this drop. Oh, genuinely, well, the first one is a win as well. I, I like the Wheel of Time. I read like six books of it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, <laughs> yeah. come on, give it. Give I me, just didn't this, finish it yet. Mine, all right, it's mine. Okay, fair enough. But uh, what is a win for the two of us and for everybody out there? And this literally dropped about an hour ago. Cobra Kai season four full trailer. It is holy oh. shit balls, mom. I mean, that um, that dude still has the air of a villain. So perfectly down, silver. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah. yeah. Also, the weird thing is, he's younger than oh, Jesus Christ, my brain's gone. But he's younger than the um, main guy again. What's his name? See, this is the thing Daniel I just turn Lur- things off. Daniel, yeah, Daniel. How do I not remember Daniel anyway? But he's younger <laughs> than the actor, the actors are younger than the other one. So weird, isn't it? Is he? Yeah, he, he does not look it at all. No, he does not. No, I think I just chose Daniel because he was a small person in general. Are like you he's not sure? a big yes because I was so w- what listened to one of my podcasts today, and they mentioned that, and I went, "Wow, that's strange." That oh, wasn't was wasn't Silver like a fully grown adult man in the in, looked like it, but in, Daniel also Daniel was, was a, an adult, fourteen year old child like, still. Yeah, but the the act was technically an adult, like so. I guess it's. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. Damn, that's wild. Great trailer, yeah. though. I'm super pumped. Yeah, it's gonna be. I really am. Yeah, it's got. Yeah, it looks. It looks awesome. Um, so Seems we'll, like this is probably gonna be the season and the finale for the show. I think. No, they've already said. Didn't Netflix already say they're doing another like two seasons or something? Oh, okay. Well, 
I don't know. It looked like it, you know. Maybe Netflix said they were doing two more seasons when Netflix picked it up, which was two seasons ago. It could be. Yeah. I have no idea. I feel like there's more. They're not going to end it now just as it's hitting peak popularity. They're really running, they're really running out of, like, previous movie <laughs> villains. So. They got a bunch more. They'll bring in, they'll do some shit <laughs> from the, like, animated Just bring show. the three of the samurai villains in. Why the fuck not? It's the same. It's fighty yeah. fight. <laughs> It's called Three Little And Jackie Ninjas. Chan. Oh, no. Imagine they brought it in Jackie Chan. We I talked about this before. Yeah. We, we uh, love to see a Jackie Chan cameo. Just for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Got nothing yeah. to do with Craddy Kid. No, no. Have you know. Jackie come in. But it's actually from the Jackie Chan Adventures. So he's like trying to find the talisman in the town. And those trying to hide that the magic thing exists. Because it's obviously not a magical world. But then it is. Suddenly. No, 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 no. It, it's, it's like when you, know, you have like magical people going into very... Like normal shows, um, like Riverdale and stuff like that. I guess I haven't watched Riverdale, so maybe they do show magic in that in Riverdale. But like you know, see, we're in Teenage Witches in the same universe. Yep. So she's like in you Riverdale, hint at it. But does she do magic? Yeah. And do they see her doing magic? Yeah. There's like the current in, current in plot world. line. The current plot line. Um, the the town banded together and made Archie a ritual a ritual sacrifice. So that the town could what be the like fuck healthy is this again. They show like about? pinned him to a thing and did a big ritual, and uh, Cheryl Blossom cut his heart out of his chest, and somebody ate it or something. I think. And now Sabrina's Look, like, "I don't Yo, even know if you're joking or not. I'm is genuinely this real not. Or not. No, that's what happened. Okay, all right. That's the first episode of season six, and now Sabrina's rocking up, being like, "Yo, I heard there's a fucking spooky ghost witch thing torturing your children, Cheryl Blossom, because that's just happening also right now. Because I guess okay. the ritual brought back anyway." That's Riverdale, yeah. Let's hope Cobra Kai doesn't go the <laughs> let's hope Cobra Kai doesn't go in the direction of fucking Riverdale. Because <laughs> that yeah. would be not good. Well, no, it wouldn't be good. I can't even pretend what would be good. Yeah, yeah. I said there was a lot of news. That's kind of it, really, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure it's been over <laughs> yeah, devastating news and stuff happening in the world that we've forgotten about. But you know, I mean, yeah, but like you know, important news. Is what I'm talking about, like actual yeah. news that means things. What are you been up to for the week, Owen? Um, I've been fucking doing nothing, sitting at home. I am housebound. The old Kobe Cove. I have to stay. Yeah, my my housemate got COVID, and now I have to stay at home forever. Hopefully, I never have to. No, that's a lie. It's been like three days, and I'm already gone insane. Yeah. Oh no. Like I, I, <laughs> I used to be one of those guys that was like. Yeah, I go to the first man mission in Mars, even if there weren't many people. And now after COVID, it's like, oh, I can't. I lit- I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you know? it's, yeah, it's not ideal right now, but it's okay. You know, I'll get over it. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, Disney has removed the Ben Affleck and Anna de Hermas erotic thriller Deep Water from their upcoming slated release schedule. There's news just in, off yeah. the press. Literally, yeah. news that was announced in the last 35 minutes. So don't say we're never on the button. We have our finger on the pulse of important Until news Until we stories. release this in a week by accident. Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, <laughs> we're trying, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, what are we here uh, for? What are we, what, why are we here this week? We are doing a fan favorite, where you stick to a character... And won't budge, and I get furious with you. And I'm very grumpy a lot of the times, but yes. I think I'm going to change it up for this one because we're doing uh, splitting hairs. 
Spitting hairs. Do, 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 do. Spitting hairs. Okay. Because he pressed up on that. No, you weren't meant to press the button for the song there. Oh, sorry. Shit. No, I'll edit it out afterwards. It's fine. Okay. Um, It's nearly finished. Nearly, yeah, it's, it's, it's nearly there. Yeah, I like the guitar bit you you put in there. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I just taught. I don't play guitar. I just taught myself that. Yeah. Just, actually, just that's an part. interesting thing. Um. Oh, I can't even remember the name, but uh, you know, like people go, oh, you know, they do it with the mouth, like yes, like that's that's a genuine traditional form of um, like making music in Ireland. It's 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 mm-hmm. hasn't. Yeah, I didn't know it was actually a proper name thing. I thought it was just lads getting a bit drunk and <laughs> trying to keep the rhythm going, you know? Well, it's not. It's it's more than just, like, somebody in a pub going diddly-diddly-doo. There's, there's a technique yeah. and stuff involved. In yeah, no, but it's, it's not that much of a... Comp- because I was watching a YouTube video on it, and it's not too much of a complicated technique. Um, You know, you just get better at it as you go along. But, like, you just about anyone inherently can learn how to do it fairly quickly. Just they have an inherent understanding of music. You know, if you have an inherent understanding of music, no, everyone does. Do. Oh, everyone does. No, everyone has. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody has an inherent understanding of music. I think it's. I think it's one of the weird cultural things, but yeah, I, I think everyone does music in every culture, and I think we learn, understand it from birth. We have songs sang to us. We even hear music in the womb. So, I think it's very fairly inherent. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't think everybody yeah. can do music though. No, no, I mean, obviously there's different, um, you know, levels of natural talent, but things like that art form seem to be fairly quick to take on for most people. What a pleasant chat. Yeah. It's also one of the um, words for it's called puss. Music is called puss. It's one of the terms for it is to puss. Oh, all right. There you go. Well, um... I'm about to put a sour puss on your face any minute now uh, as we do God. splitting hairs. All right, here we go. What are we doing? The two movies we're doing. I'm doing Braveheart. You're doing Braveheart. The most historically accurate movie ever brought to our tonight, tonight, Matthew, I'll be doing Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, give us your best William Wallace there. Do you know what's the funny thing about what just happened is? I think it's you were. Fine, I think it? you were too loud for your microphone. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't hear anything. I just saw your mouth open on our video chat, but there was no audio there whatsoever. Oh, so I let it in an actual the, the proper one. Yeah. <laughs> just wow, Dan. No, no, well done. Just, yeah, just saying, freedom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very well. Excellent. Very good, William Wallace. I'm doing Rob Roy. The other Scottish historical. Okay, do drama. the do the line. Do the line, man. I'm Robert Roy McGregor. And here's my penis. It's what he says <laughs> a lot. Well, he d- it's more, see, that's what I, my movie is, why it's so good. It's actually much more show, don't tell. <laughs> Robert Roy. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Braveheart's known for its subtlety. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course it is. Of course it is. Okay, so who, do, who, do you want to go first or should I go first? Introduce no, 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 people, movie. look, people know Braveheart, I'd say. Fairly well. So you go ahead and I'll okay, go after you. Okay, then I shall go first. My movie, the winning pick, the only real, truly incredible and important movie about Scottish coin toss. history. <laughs> All right, Rob Roy was released in 1995. 
Same year as Braveheart, obviously. That's why we're doing these on Splitting Hairs. That's one, of the, fucking, if, yeah. that's one of the rules <laughs> that I came up with in my head six, six months ago or whenever we did the first one. It's a historical biographical drama directed by Michael Caton Jones, who, I'll be quite honest with you, I have never heard of before in my life, but his other movies include Basic Instinct 2, the sequel to Basic Instinct. Oh, yes, the one that they all talk about. The the best Basic Instinct, (laughs) I think most people would say. And and he also did, I don't know, like Scandal. That's kind of, you know, that's about it. But he did this, and that's the only thing that matters. This is his piece de la resistance. This was his number one um, cast. I mean, you talk about a fucking buffed out cast. Listen to this. Listen to this, folks out there at home, and you tell me this isn't amazing. The cast of Rob Roy stars Liam Neeson, all right? Jessica Lang, multiple Academy Award winner. Jessica Lang. John Hurt, Dan's personal favorite actor in the whole world. Sure. (laughs) Tim Roth, who's also great, okay? Uh, Eric Stoltz and Brian Cox, not the idiot, like, conservative TV scientist Brian Cox, not that one, the actor Brian Ah. Cox, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Music by Carter Burwell, who we all know and love as the person who did the Twilight soundtrack. Yes, that's right, Twilight is back, ladies and gentlemen, we've come full circle, Twilight's good again. And it was uh, produced by United Artists and distributed by MGM Distribution. Came out in 1995, I said that already, but uh, it had a budget of about $28 million. And in the United States, it made back $31.6 million. It's opening weekend. It was the number two movie in America behind, I'll give you a guess. What was the number one movie in America? April, the last, the end of April, to 1995. Wasn't Braveheart? No, it wasn't Braveheart. All right, never mind. It was was Bad Boys. Oh, Bad Boys, Bad Boys. What What you gonna gonna do? do? What you gonna do when Rob Roy McGregor comes for you? Anyway, yeah, that's Rob Roy. It tells the story of Rob Roy McGregor, who was an 18th century Scottish clan chief slash outlaw slash Robin Hood slash figure of much note. That's Rob Roy. What movie are you doing? Something we've never heard of, probably. It's a small indie movie um, made by a person who is a bit problematic. Um, by bit, I mean a lot. Fuck him. But it's Mel Gibson's Braveheart because there's other Bravehearts called, apparently. <laughs> I had to d- d- distinct it by saying it was from Mel Gibson, apparently. But yes, uh, this is Braveheart. Oh, no, joking aside, a very famous movie. Um Directed by Mel Gibson, um, who has, you know, done stuff. <laughs> and written by Randall Wallace. Uh, Randall Wallace, um, you might know from movies like uh, We Were Soldiers, uh, Pearl Harbor. Uh, you know, movies that are slightly more uh, historically accurate. I mean, just as historically accurate as Braveheart, you know, obviously... Obviously, it's it's one of the most historically accurate movies. Um, yeah, uh, you know it has Mel Gibson as just, a starring just, role. Just not to like our history, right? It's like a, a man, an man, alternate man. timeline. Or something. What affects us more, the legends of history or the facts that happen in history? Think about that. Facts become yeah. legends. 
legends turn to myth. Even those are long forgotten when the age that birthed them comes back around again. Right, yes, that's the introduction to the Wheel of Time. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have Mel Gibson as William Wallace, uh, Sophie Marceau as Princess Isabel, uh, Patrick McGuhan as Longshank, King Edward. Just even before I reviewed, he was a really good prick in this. He, like the king, like really good prick. Um, Angus McFadden. Is it McFadden or McFadden? Angus McFadden. Fadden, okay. Uh, as Robert the Bruce. I don't know. <laughs> um, James Robinson as young William Wallace. Uh, Sean Lawrence as Malcolm Wallace. And a few more Wallaces to come. Uh, our favourite, uh, James Cosmo as Campbell. Um, the strongest, coolest dude on the planet. Um, also, old as fuck, but like apparently he can just fucking fight even though he has arrows embedded in him just just a legend you know just just very neat and yeah um that's pretty much it for Braveheart at the moment for me back okay. to you in the studio <laughs> thanks for that Dan that's Dan live <laughs> from the heart of Storm Barra there <laughs> with his <laughs> annual Braveheart coverage. So let's fucking get this started then. Me versus you, 1v1 me in real life. Braveheart versus Rob Roy. We're going to start us off and we're going to talk about the heroes. This is Robert Roy McGregor. Sons of Scotland. I am William Wallace. Okay. Now, Dan, tell me about William Wallace. In your movie. Oh, in the movie. Okay, in, in, the, yeah, okay. in the movie, which is, you know, sometimes um, myth is more important than facts. Um, William Wallace uh, grew up on a little shitty farm in Scotland when his father was murdered by the murderous English bastards. Um, he was hung, sliced a bit, I believe, and his um, uncle shows up and says... Uh, something about heart and I'll show you how to use a sword and we're going to pray in not Latin and you're coming over to France with me for what feels like you only go to France you're going to be there for 20 years and then you're going to come back and apparently that's not what happens he comes back um, he just wants to live a nice peaceful life Very, such a unique trope that I've never heard of before he just wants to live a peaceful life on a farm, away from everyone, grow a nice family, and he, you know, he has a bit of fun with um, a local uh, woman called Merrin Merman, um, something Merman Mer. Uh, anyway, uh, and you know, they're sneaking out and all this kind of stuff, and they get secretly married at night time uh, because they don't want to be part of. Um, a ritual where the local lord, I think the ritual is called Prima Nocturna, which basically means that the local king or lord can fuck a bride on her first night as right. And they, they're they like, that. no, no, we, we, we don't like that. Uh, let's keep it a secret between you and me. We're not going to tell them we're going to fuck, you know, just... And they go, okay, all right, fair enough. And... They do a secret uh, marriage. Then, look, I mean, you know, she gets killed by one of the local lords. Um, 
this pushes um, Wallace to start a little rebellion there. And frankly, the whole thing kind of grows out of proportion. And he invades England up to York and eventually gets betrayed, gets drawn and quartered, shouts freedom when he was actually actually asking for mercy because he was hallucinating. You know, that's not what happened. Please do not at me. That's not what that's happened. definitely what happened. Definitely, <laughs> I mean, he was in a lot of pain, okay? Yeah. Why did they, yeah. why did they grant him mercy after yeah. immediately after it's, he supposedly shouted freedom? That's all I'm saying, all right? A sneak peek at the history um, section. Uh, he gets his testicles cut off as well before he like starts getting like his guts pulled out. Uh, he also gets pulled along naked by that I think at that stage you wouldn't be really conscious anymore I feel like I'd say like no matter how deeply I believe in something I think at that stage you would just like repeat something someone has the same because you're completely out of it wouldn't you just I, I tell you mercy. I tell you what then <laughs> yeah. William, William Wallace might but you know who wouldn't uh, Robert Roy McGregor <laughs> okay let me tell okay. you all about Rob Roy the fucking king of kings this hulking behemoth. Wait, of a man. are you saying he's Jesus? I am. Yes, <laughs> I am. He's a hulking, monstrous. He's at least twelve feet tall, right? He is. No, no. Hey, he's hey, hey, the, excuse me. You're stealing fucking plot points from my movie now. I'm stealing any plot points. I'm telling no, you, Liam Neeson is about is twelve feet tall. Seven hundred foot tall. Okay, we, fucking on we can both Shoots play that game. We can both okay. play that game, all right? So, well, William Wallace is 700 feet tall. Rob Roy is 800 feet tall then, okay? No, he's a big man, okay? Liam Neeson's a big tall. Yeah, Liam Neeson chap, in general. Right. Whereas Mel Gibson, <laughs> teeny weeny. Yeah, teeny weeny. Liam Neeson's a big man in every sense of the word, Robert Roy McGregor. Yeah, he's a More thin. part of the uh, McGregor clan of the Scottish Highlands in the movie. All right. I'll tell you the real story later. But in the movie, he uh, is a cattle rustler, sort of. He both steals people's cows and also protects people's cows in a sort of a, I'll steal from them, and then to get them to stop stealing from me, I'll offer to protect their cows kind of thing. He's very smart, Robert Roy McGregor. He's a businessman. And he's like, right, People don't have a lot of food, and we need to sort this out. I'm going to make a rake of money, and I'm going to go to James Graham, the Marquess of Montrose, the local fucking local bollocks, huh? Marquis, Marquess, Marquis. No, there's no. They didn't. The Marquis didn't have them. He lived in a castle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes to Montrose, and he's like, "Well, lad, I need a thousand pounds," which we worked out was a about roughly 150,000 pounds today ish maybe yeah um, no problem yes yeah, it's a tidy sum like um so, so keep the village like, going for a while yeah, i need a lot of money and what we're going to do with this money i'm going to go down to the the bottom of the hill and i'm going to buy a load like a shitload of cows and if i steal a few cows on the way down sure in that grand as well and he's his plan is to buy a lot of cows and sell them off or whatever to people like further down south who like eat a lot of beef and are posh or whatever the english and ah yes, yeah. eat meat, fucking posh. Well, what back then? Okay. Foot and mouth <laughs> that ruined their industry. Yeah, bastards. But he goes down and he's uh, next thing right. This young upstart, Cunningham, is Archibald Cunningham, who's only in town. He's only a blow-in. 
He's an English prick. He may be related to Montrose, it's not entirely clear, but he's under Montrose's protection. He's been run out of his home somewhere in England because he's a fucking flippant little bollocks, basically. Yeah, is it Montreux rather than Montrose? No, it's Montrose. Okay. okay. You okay. think it's the Marquis of Montreux? Yeah. It has an S and an E in it. It's French! <laughs> no, Montrose, is, it's a place in Scotland. Is it? Oh, yeah. never mind. I redact my previous <laughs> statement. He's the fucking... The but it is Marquis. It is Marquis. Well, it's Marquess in the movie. They call him the Marquess okay. of... Mon- anyway, he's... Archibald is neither a Montrose nor a Marquis or a Marquess. He's just a, a prick with, with some money. And he rocks in and he's like, listen, I might be super flamboyant, but I'm also a dickhead. Basically. He's so flamboyant. He's, he's so had flamboyant. such an impression on me that, like... I, I honestly, before I was going into th- this podcast, I was like looking for him saying, what was it, that actor's name in Braveheart? Where is he? Because he's just such a villain that my brain just retroactively added him to Braveheart. Yeah, he's, he's such a villain. He's, an, yeah. he's a monster, this fella. And yeah. he's like, well, this is my chance to make a lot of money. So he steals the thousand pounds that uh, McGregor has been given by the Montrose. And um, he's like, ha, fuck you. And McGregor's like, right, well... I'm going to go and chat to, to lo- your man about this. And your man's like, I need you to lie and tell the world that this other fella, who's my nemesis, who's the Duke of something or other, du- the Duke of Argyle, he's like, I need you to tell him he's a Jacobite, which, you know, I'm not going to explain the entire Jacobite rebellion, but basically, we all know what <laughs> you Jacobite know what a Jacobite is. Are, basically, so. he's a traitor to the <laughs> crown, right? And, and Rob Roy being the most honorable man in not just Scotland, but probably the entire world says, no, I don't lie. I might steal cows every once in a while, but I never lie. How dare you? And he fucks off um, and he becomes he, an outlaw you know, and his, saves his Scotland. V- yeah, um, his um, oath is his word, his word is his oath or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah his yeah, word yeah. is good, basically. He never yeah, breaks yeah. his word. Um, yeah, and from there on out, he makes a mortal enemy of, of Cunningham and of Montrose and uh, shit kind of goes sideways and his house gets set on fire 17 times approximately genuinely a might lot. be the same house like, might not be it's not clear honestly when we start watching Braveheart and you see the young lad going like young lad Mel Gibson when he's actually an adult returning to the ah young man Mel Gibson <laughs> when you see Mel Gibson return and it's like his home farm is just like destroyed and it's like Jesus a caught fire again what yeah, the fuck Rob Roy's house is on fire again and it's 12, four, 500 years in the past. He's not even alive. But that's Rob yeah. Roy, all right? And I'll tell you what, Rob Roy is just, just he's just a better person than William Wallace. He's a nicer man. I, um, how, how d- His how wife do is you still reckon? alive, for one. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's... That's, a, that's two. He I has think, kids. I don't think that's he's, William Wallace's no, fault. Know. He has kids, which therefore, so he's a family man. We know that William Wallace doesn't have any children. I think he might be impotent, actually. No, 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 no. He's quite young at the beginning of the movie and makes a point that he wants to start a family. He never did, though. Never did. No, because his wife died. Because he was busy fighting a rebellion or whatever. Rob Roy no, fought a rebellion. he started the rebellion. Rob Roy. His wife died and he started the rebellion. Rob Roy he, fought he a, a rebellion and raised a family. That's all I'm yes, saying. But he had children before he did a rebellion. He had kids after it, too. Yeah, now they weren't his the kids, point? mind, but he, he had them. <laughs> also, kid, let's not go too high on that. Yeah, okay, he had at least one child, 
Mead Rebellion. I mean, he's the By man the way, having kids. We don't know that. We don't know that. We just know well, he's pregnant. He, it, even better point, he chose in to, to be honourable and adopt this child that is probably not his. You know who William Wallace adopts? The entire nation of Scotland. The, you, oh, you, William Wallace's daddy. Yes, sure. He couldn't even get the job done. He couldn't even finish his own rebellion. He got absolutely torn to bits down at the bottom. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. hey, And Robert de Bruce had to do it for him. Scotland was under control for 20 years. Actually, two years. And they just couldn't take it anymore. The year before the the Battle of Stirling. Yeah. (laughs) We get to that later. We get to that later. Look on this. I mean, what else is out there? Rob Roy... Uh, is tall, as we've said, handsome. Oh, Mel Gibson's uh, William Wallace's knees exactly. are Exactly. Yeah, but again, William Wallace can shoot lasers from his eyes and shoot lightning from his arse, and he's seven foot tall. Like that is, that is what the document this movie is based on says. Rob Roy can row a boat. William Wallace can speak French. We don't. Rob Roy can speak English. No, he can't. <laughs> William Wallace can't. <laughs> Rob Roy can speak Gaelic. William Wallace is a man enough to wear makeup. Rob That's Roy. That's not historically accurate. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just can't. When we get to that section, it's just yeah, going to be... I'm sorry. Just keep right. Rob Roy is... Rob Roy has a bigger dick than, than William Wallace. Definitely. We don't know that. We definitely know that. No, no, we don't know how big... Come on. We do. Okay, 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 okay. Well, he wants fucks two women. Rob Roy fucks his wife six times. Yeah, again, but, you know. Okay, oh, you, you one, you one, one, one of the women is a princess. Listen, she's not even that good looking. <laughs> she's, not oh. even, she's not even that hot. Name. One you know, yeah, you, one the way the you go- started that sentence you know, made me go for a historic fact again. I'm like, oh no, I hope she's I not even a princess. <laughs> no, she's no, not, she is. She's not she even, is. Do you know what that is, Dan? I think that whole scene in the movie was just like a fantasy. And William Wallace came back, right? And he said to the boys, he was like, they were like, Jesus, man, do you know this whole rebellion is getting a bit much now? Do you think you better move on from Murren? Like, she's been dead a few years now. Would you ever get back in the saddle? And he went, yeah, well, actually, I had sex with the princess. Uh, yeah. just down there in that church. Yeah, you weren't yeah, there. You know about it. He moved on. Fair. No, fair I'm saying close. he made it up. It's like when you're like, yeah, of course I've had a girlfriend. She's just like I met her in fucking Irish college. You just don't. You don't know about her. No, right? the princess you know, she wanted goes to, to different fuck school. him okay. because <laughs> he looked at her that way. So there, she looked Look, at him. He that has way. a. He has a good. He has a girlfriend in France, okay? Yeah, my girlfriend goes to France. Right? You don't know her. Okay? <laughs> she goes to a king court in France. Yeah, she's French. Uh, All right, uh, okay. And, and she's she's like the English princess's uh, princess girlfriend, wife. Yeah, because I'm Scottish and rebellion. <laughs> yeah, she's about to be the queen of the country that I'm rebelling against. Okay, <laughs> she's perfect for me. <laughs> uh. Yeah, okay, then we've spent enough time. Let's move on to section number, whatever the hell this next section well, is. Well, usually we go for villains, but it works for this as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you've washed your ass this morning. It's about to be kissed by a king. Think of yourself as the scabbard and me the sword. 
Okay. Yeah, we combine this. We do the villains, but the villains in both of our movies are the fucking English. Yeah. I mean, you could say there's people within that which are like the avatar of it. Like for mine, it's, you know, uh, the king. For yours, it's not really the king. I mean, kind of is, but it's not really. It's Montrose and then like... But to a much larger extent, it's Archie Cunningham, who's just yeah, a fucking yeah. prick for no apparent yeah, reason. Yeah. He's just a massive, massive villain. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, here's my argument. Well, look, I think it's fair to say, I think um, the most historically accurate thing in Braveheart is the fact that the English are a bunch of pricks, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I think the Scottish nobles are a bigger villain in Braveheart than the English. No, no, no. The English are manipulating the nobles of Scotland. They know they have control through the nobles of Scotland. So that's, that's a big push in the story. So I, I, think I, don't I think it's Robert no. the Elder. Robert the Bruce's father is a bigger prick. And he he causes... Yeah. William Wallace's whole entire his whole rebellion to I fail. I like that you're fighting for my point, by the way. Thanks for that. No, um, I'm I'm saying that the English, which is what this topic is, yeah. are not as big a villain in your movie. They're much worse than mine. Because I mean, Archibald Cunningham no. is like King Edward is a pretty awful person. Like, he's not even he, he goes to France for most of the film. No, he literally goes to war with them and shoots down his friends. own people trying to talk. A talk? Attack? Yeah, isn't that <laughs> that's such a cliche, isn't it? No, Archie boy, Cunningham. Do you, know yeah. do you know why it's a cliche? Because he fucking made a Braveheart. Do you he know what? Do you know what Archie... Will I... Do you want me to list... Do you, want, do you know what yeah, Archie Cunningham... He wears Cunningham terrible does? wigs and smirks. Oh no! Yeah, what a the, villain! The English and in this... Rapes people. The English in this are dressed like Santa's little elves for most of the movie, alright? That alone makes them entirely more terrifying villains. And yeah, Archie Cunningham defiles Rob Roy's wife, burns his yes. home, murders all of his friends, imprisons him, and just ceaselessly mocks him also, which is probably yeah. the worst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is when I'm going to have my Mel Gibson moment. Uh, but uh, Prince Edward, the son... He's clearly shown to be gay, which is bad in this movie, I think. <laughs> we guess, yeah. I yeah. mean, the it's, king it's doesn't just like bad. it. It's just like, oh, this is time-wasting. Why are you not being a proper king? You're just fucking boys yeah, all the yeah. time. What well, the hell? I, the, king, the king clearly doesn't By the way, like it. By the way, I'm not homophobic. It's just how the movie portrays it. <laughs> yeah, King Edward King yeah. Edward just definitely doesn't like it. He's and, and his wife is not too pleased about it either, I think. To yeah, be yeah. <laughs> like, the, the wedding kiss was a bit awkward, you know? They're just oh, like, Jesus. So <laughs> awkward. Yeah. And then, but then the king does throw uh, his son's boyfriend out the window, which makes him a homophobe. And Kazi, in this day and age, with our ideas of um, political sensitivities and stuff like that, are you really saying a homophobe is not the worst kind of person? I'm saying that King Edward, while he is a terrible, awful person, is not the main villain of Braveheart. He, he kind of is, though. Robert the Bruce is the main villain of Braveheart. No, 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 no. Robert the Bruce is like an emotionally twisted person. He's he is manipulated. It's all about the the older patriarch that's in charge here. It's Robert the Bruce's father. It's 
the prince's father. Ah. And they're the puppet masters. They're both terrible, awful villains. And only half of them are English. Yeah, All of I'm my villains saying... are English. Yeah, but Every look... one of them. Yeah. Archie, but actually, it's... I would hazard to say, is probably the most English of any person in any movie. Okay, He's right. incredibly yeah. English. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But, okay, so maybe some of the Scottish people are bastards too. But we have a really cool Irish guy in this movie, so fuck yeah. That's not a point in favour of this yes, argument is. right yes, now. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, your your movie has worse villains because the Irish are in it. <laughs> They're cool. Okay. Damn right. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I. Yeah, listen. I mean, I think the villains are pretty awful. I think, the, obviously, the rape um, makes them an even worse villain like as a viewer but i i wouldn't say like because i think the betrayal that happens over and over again this is really fucked especially because all that wallace wants is for the people's gone to come together and take back their lands and ha- be free and all these lords who are meant Stop. to be on the side of their people just like turn the backs on, on multiple occasions during battle or betray him. Like it happens so much. Like, yeah. That's that's a pretty yeah, you'd, awful you think you'd know? think at some point William Wallace would just be like, maybe I won't ask them to come to this yeah. battle. Maybe I'll maybe you just you guys stay yeah. home. Maybe See? I me as the current warden of protector of Scotland could just rock around and be like, listen lads, come and fight for me. Don't mind the nobles. They're a shower of pricks. Which Gus goes to show, in support of my previous argument in the first segment, Rob Roy is a much better hero. Actually, you'll find, you actually find that William Wallace went around and killed all those lords then in weird, nightmarish horse scenes. He only killed one of them. No, no, no. He does multiple. It's just not all of them are shown. Well, the only two, the three, there's four like named lords. That have faces yeah. that talk. It doesn't matter if they're named or not. They all betray them, so fuck off. Well, Robert the Bruce is the real villain. Yeah, you're you're okay. I win. You're supporting my argument. Let's uh, go again. to the next no, no, section. No, no, no. You're actually supporting my argument because you say Robert the Bruce is the worst villain. So there you go. Thank you. He's, he's not English. Okay. Next section is <clears throat> the accents. Yes. Do you hear me, Alistair McGregor? Are you in the habit of riding off in the rain with strangers? I think the, the, I think that clip says it all. Really, there is no, there is, there has never been an accent worse in cinematic history than Jessica Lange's attempt at a Scottish accent in Rob Yeah, Roy. <laughs> I, yeah, sorry. we're going to say this. I, I think even we playing characters are how we're supporting our um, yours. Whoa! I mean, um, listen, look. I mean, I think it's, I think it's well known by many, many people that Mel Gibson's Scottish accent in Braveheart is not great. Okay, no, it's not. But. Dear sweet suffering Jesus, if you just just pick, just Google, just Google, go on YouTube and type in Jessica Lang in Rob Roy, <laughs> find any single scene and tell me that her accent does not turn often Jamaican, sometimes Russian. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it really it's does. astounding. All right. Hey, 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 this woman is award winning. Listen, do you know what the yeah. strange thing is, right? She's actually, aside from the accent, she's not bad in Rob Roy. 
No, she's great. Like she's a good. She's clearly an incredibly talented actress. All right, yeah, we yeah. love Jessica Lange. She's actually pretty good in in Rob Roy. As Can I say one thing? The cast, I just want to say one thing, and I, I hope this doesn't come off because I think a lot of it's to do with makeup and all that. But she looks hardy in this movie. She looks like a woman that has grown up in the wilds of Scotland. You know, she's, she's still li- yeah, a very good-looking like woman, she but she looks hardy. She's just like you know, dry skin. For brows, like she's been out there, you know. Yeah, the makeup and costuming are yeah. good. But yeah, yeah, no, she, her accent, her, she, she does not do a Scottish accent. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, she does not at all. Now, everybody else, well, see, here's the thing: Liam Neeson kind of just doesn't bother. Most no, he doesn't. Absolutely. Once, once in a while, he goes, <laughs> doot. He al- he also he also like doesn't speak much in the whole movie. Like, Rob no. Roy is not a talker, really. He has a couple of scenes. Like, th- there's the one scene where he... Well, oh, the scene where he refuses to lie for Montrose. And yeah. Montrose says, oh, you'll, you'll be damned to hell, uh, McGregor. And Rob Roy turns to look at him and says, oh, well, leave the devil some work, Montrose, or something like that. Yeah. He's got some good lines. Like, he does, yeah, But he doesn't yeah, really yeah. say much. He's more he like... Definitely does, he definitely does a Qui-Gon thing where he just talks a few important lines and kind of goes on yeah, his way. That's, that's that's pretty much... He's stoic. Quite stoic. Much like yeah, yeah. the Scottish Highlands that he lives in. Are they stoic? Sure. Yeah, sure. How are Highlands stoic? <laughs> I know what that means, yeah. They're, they're scenic? Like, they're, are you making some scenic and stoic in your they're, head? They're large and uh, quiet, quiet. and Very quiet. Peaceful. The hills are very quiet. The hills the, are not alive ice, with the sound of no music. No mouth. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but so I look there. You are Rob Roy. Hey. The accents in Rob Roy are worse. Therefore, I win this section as well. You no no. We're arguing no, which movie not, has the no, worst. No, 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 no. Actually, we're trying to beat who's yeah has who has the actually. worst accents. And no, I no, say no. Rob Roy. So no. I win. Okay. No, I don't think that's how. <laughs> also, just uh, I mean, someone who does a great accent in both these movies. And I don't know why we have mentioned it. Brian Cox. <laughs> Brian Cox is in both movies. Brian Cox is in both yours. movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we mentioned Brian Cox. We didn't mention he's both movies. And he's 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 Brian Cox. I'm, I mean, in Braveheart, he's just like missing an eye. He's an uncle. He's just like, your father, be strong. And he disappears. That's the last time we see him. We only see him for yeah. one scene and he goes off. Yeah. 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 He gets stabbed to death and drowned By elephants. in Rob Roy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good old Brian. We like Brian Cox. He's a good guy. Okay, yes, now yes. can we do historical accuracy? Sure, if you want. Okay. Yeah. Um hold on, I'm just gonna open up my uh document. After the beheading, William Wallace's body was torn to pieces. May I present Archibald Cunningham? His grace the Duke of Argyle. <sighs> Shall I start? Should I start? Because I feel like you have a lot more going on for this section, really. What makes you think that? Just the, just the, uh, well, I'll tell you what gave it away for me first. Well, the first inkling was when I watched Braveheart. That was the first clue that maybe this isn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that gave, that, you know, I kind of went, hmm. Secondly was, uh, <laughs> I was saying this to you previously, just on uh, the Wikipedia pages for both movies, Rob Roy has a section titled Historical Accuracy. Braveheart 
has a, a full section of its Wikipedia page entitled Historical Inaccuracies, and that section has seven subsections. Okay. You know, <laughs> they, they missed a trick there. They should have done a page of historical accuracies instead. They you should know? have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a pretty short. They got one thing right, and that thing, there was a man, and his name was William Mollis. Okay. Yeah. Other than that. We think he's a man anyway. He could have been. Who knows? Could have been anything, really. I mean, he the nickname Braveheart was a nickname of Robert the Bruce. Not a nickname of William Wallace. They couldn't even get that right. They still this is I asked you this when we were watching it. And if there's any if we have any Scottish listeners out there, how do you guys feel about Braveheart? Like, it feels yeah. to me we're looking at it from an I'm mostly looking at it just as a movie, all right? Like it's not like the kind of thing that annoys me. But I, but I know how annoyed I get, for instance, when like Supernatural did the Sam Hain thing. They couldn't pronounce, yeah. couldn't be arsed looking up how to pronounce sound. And they have all, ooh, the yeah. devil and some. Uh, and they take, like, Irish historical folklore and culture and just completely butcher it. Is that how Scottish people see Braveheart? Because they I, really I, fucked I, it up. I think there'll be, it's like a split from those who actually know the history, who would be like, oh, this is fucking awful. It's so disrespectful to the people who don't go, hi, yeah, Scotland, fight England, fuck you bastards. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, okay. Do you have a Do you have a list, Dan? You want to go through? I do a, have a list. You have a list of yes. the do wrong you do shit. First, then and, yes. Okay. Well, I'm, mine is actually pretty quick because I can go through. Okay. It. All right. I'll give you the real history of Rob Roy. He was a cattle rustler. That's a fact. He was a, of the McGregor clan. He was an outlaw. He did borrow money off of Montrose. Although at the the time that this movie is set. The Marquess of Montrose had been promoted to the Duke of Montrose, so he would have been he should have been a duke. Uh, Archibald Cunningham is not a real person. They made him up for the movie. As far as anybody knows, there was no person called Archibald Cunningham involved in this story. McGregor, Rob Roy did borrow money. The cows did go missing, but it was a ploy on Rob Roy's part to steal money from the wealthy. So he took their money, He um, and then he divided all of his titles and his wealth amongst like friends and family and gave them a bunch of money. And then come the spring, he was like, well, there's no cows. Whoops. And kind of took their money and they hated him. The McGregor clan were outlawed in Scotland in like the early 1600s by the king for not 100% sure. I think there was an incident. Uh, there was like a battle somewhere and there was young boys kind of went to watch the battle or something and the McGregors killed them and the king was like well those guys are pricks and they were outlawed and McGregors were literally like it was illegal to be a McGregor they were like hunted and I wish it was now oh, yeah, no. <laughs> all the men were put to death all of the women were um, sent away to North America to be slaves in England's new colonies in North America and the, what would then become soon be the United States so it, it was illegal to be a McGregor um, and a lot of them had to like change their names and move in with other clans and stuff. And then a lot of them didn't. They just lived as outlaws. Um, and Rob Roy McGregor was one of them. He also, Rob Roy in real life was a Jacobite. He fought in the second Jacobite rebellion against England. He fought for the Stuarts, I believe. Um, and eventually they lost that. And he died of the, we they think he, he took a wound in a fight Potentially, this is what the movie was trying to do with the him grabbing the sword thing. Uh, he got he it was a duel or something with some fella that he didn't like, and he got cut. 
he won the duel, but the cut got like sepsis or whatever, and or gangrenous, and he died, and he's buried in Scotland. There you go. That's Rob Roy in a nutshell, as much as I could really learn, because I didn't. I'll be honest, I didn't have time to look up the entire Hitler history of Scotland. I apologize. <laughs> now, I, I thought you were to say Hitler thing, and I was like, wow, did I miss something? <laughs> I didn't have time to look up the entire Hitler of Scotland. Which, which, uh, the Hitler of Scotland. Something. Rob Roy. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's some historical inaccuracies. Yeah. But, you know, here's the thing I'd ask you, on, and I think I've leaned on this already. What shapes a society? Is it the factual historic dates yes. of events? Or? No. Or? Is it the thing that people believe, know, and truly feel in their heart? Yeah, but nobody believed these things about William Wallace. They do now. <laughs> they fucking don't. There's they, to be fair, most to of what we know true. about William Wallace has been lost to time now because so much bullshit has been made up, not just for this movie, but in the past oh, as well. Because the real William Wallace didn't really do a whole lot. He did some things, but look, um, <laughs> but all I'm saying, look, history in England will say that he was a liar because those who hang people write the history. So are you saying you're siding with the English here? Do you want to, you're going to like, do you, who do you want to dedicate that quote to? Do you want to give him um, props? To the movie. <laughs> 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 which is factually, mythologically important. Um, Can anyway. those things go together? <laughs> yes, yes. The, mythol- is, this is the mythology of William Wallace created by the movie. In It gets yeah. that right, yeah, sure. The, the, it's, the, it's the spirit of William I, Wallace. No, yeah, I agree with as you. As we perceive the, him. The facts that this movie made up about William Wallace, it gets those right. I'll yes, it does. Yeah. And that means it's important. Now, what did it get wrong? <laughs> okay. So, remember Princess Isabel? Mm, yes. She was a real person, but she was also nine and living in France. Sure. Yep. <laughs> of course <laughs> she was. Yep. Um, England did not occupy Scotland for decades. Uh, it was about two years after um, Edward was brought in as a mediator... And they, they ha- there was a meeting between two lads who wanted to be Scottish king. And Edward was called in for, as the English king said, Hey, could you sort this out, lad? And so, they went, so you're saying the whole, think of it. We could live to see something we've never seen our whole lives. A free Scotland was just nonsense, really. Yeah. I mean, William Wallace had <laughs> never seen They saw it when they were kids, didn't they? That was a free Scotland. <laughs> I mean, like two years before, really. They weren't kids. They were just like I a few am, Christmases ago. He like, was, he was they were just sitting around like fire saying, ah, uh, you know what? Remember when Scotland was free? Remember when we were free. How Scotland was lovely and free. <laughs> well, William Wallace was um, busy. He was in Rome at that time or whatever the fuck he was yeah, doing. I'll, t- I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Um, but yeah, um, Edward was as a mediator between two kings and one king was brought up. Uh, people didn't like him. Uh, he got taken out. And then um, Edward basically instilled a few lords to be basically in charge of it. And yeah, Edward kind of invaded a year later, just took over the place. Um, so yeah. Uh, 
yeah, so the big thing with William Wallace, he, he's almost like a myth, like Robin. Oh, I should say, before any of this, um, I got this mostly from um, a YouTube channel called History Buffs. Uh, Owen has watched History Buffs as well. It's an excellent channel. Lots of historical um, looks into movies and that kind of stuff. Really worth uh, watching. Um, and honestly, I got most of my stuff from there. I'm yeah. not a historian, and yeah. I don't want to go through Wikipedia and misunderstanding things. So I just basically took yeah, information. Do your from own there. research, people. Sheeple. Oh, oh the Welsh aren't involved. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, Wales. <laughs> we love you dearly, as you love your sheep. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so he's kind of like almost seen as this kind of a myth. He's almost like Robin Hood esque, really. Um, but there was this poem written about him. Uh, called the Wallace by a guy called Blind Harry, um, and romanticized uh, William Wallace as being a giant, like he's seven foot tall, and it was literally written for propaganda reasons. And that actually, the movie Braveheart does reference that. It's like William Wallace is seven foot tall. One of the lads in the army says, "Yeah, I and I can shoot lightning on my fucking arse." Like that's the reference to. It's like, yeah, we know these things exist, but. Mm-hmm. This movie was heavily inspired by this poem, which is weird. <laughs> um, didn't, didn't didn't get much of the poem right either, though, did it? No. no. Um, <laughs> also, we we get kind of get the impression that Wallace grew up in the country and he was a commoner like everyone else. Yeah, he was actually uh, like the son of a minor nobleman. He was also the younger son, um, so. It's most likely that Edward went off abroad to become a mercenary. And if you look at his crest, it seems to imply that he was an archer. Uh, so like that's what a lot of younger sons did because they wouldn't inherit their father's estate. It'd be the older brother. So they usually go to war, they go off to the priesthood. Um, like a year before he uh, starts um, his rebel rousing, um, he robbed a keg of beer with another lad. Um, just, just you know, because your lad... We've all been there. Uh, yeah, your lad uh, stole cattle. This lad stole beer. Just have a, I mean, uh, it nice. sounds like they'd be great crack to Owned like go the to the houses. On a Saturday night. William Wallace yeah, yeah, and Ron yeah. Roy. <laughs> Cows and beer. Um, <laughs> Prima Nocta, which is the lo- local lord or king being able to have sex with a bride, didn't really exist. And if it existed, it was never put into action. Um, Wallace didn't have a wife. A group actually paid the lad, um, Blind Harry, to add her into the second edition of that poem. <laughs> so she didn't even exist in the original edition. Um, this is one of the popular ones. It's the ones that we know from like posters and the I- iconic idea of Braveheart is the blue face and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, completely out of date. This uh, belonged to the pics like a thousand years before. Yep. Um, you know, so that was completely inaccurate, unless William was really in tradition and archaeology. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's very much not true. Uh, Scott, and this is one thing I was thinking about when I was watching your movie and my movie because I know that the kilts are still a. F- relatively newish thing they're only about 300 odd years old that Mm -hmm. that worn widely in scotland uh so yeah they wouldn't wear kilts till the 17th century so again very unfortunate they actually wore mostly the same clothes 
they mostly wore the same clothing as the English. And also, like, when you, we saw farmers going to war and people having sticks in their arm, like, that was all inaccurate. Like, they were properly dressed. They had proper equipment. It wasn't just one of those things where it was a farmer and he has a pitchfork and says, go on, you can go to war now. That wasn't a real thing. Um, the Battle of Sterling, um, you know, is one of the more popular battles in the movies. It's the first one. It's where we first hear the line, they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Which is still weird to me. I always think it's like the second battle, like near the end. But it's not. Not at all. Um, but it was actually... The way they won is that there was t- about 10,000 English people, soldiers, um, across the river, river and there were 6,000 Scottish lads, and they hid in the forest. And it's called the um, bridge battle, the Stirling Bridge Battle, because there was a bridge that could take about two people at a time over it, like, width-wise. So the Scottish hid in the forest until there were about 3,000 of the army over it, and they just fucking decimated them. The The knights weren't able to move around because they were in a tight area and there's mud on the ground and that kind of stuff. They couldn't maneuver at all. Um, the one that is obviously never been a real thing, but damn, I wish it was. My heart bleeds at the sadness that it's not being true. There was never a moment in history when the two armies ran towards each other Stopped, started shaking hands because you were what? Irish and Scottish. No, I know it breaks me. I mean, it genuinely makes me upset. I, I, I know f- it's. I knew. Yeah, I you feel know it. I, you know, you know it. <laughs> I feel like the, if it never happened, that's only because it never. There was never a chance for it to happen. All right. Yeah. Because I think it would happen. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Look, so this is what I mean. Like, this is such an important moment where the myth is more important than the fact. You know, that spiritually connects us to the Scottish. Even though, like, as much as, like, Scotland and Ireland now have, we're friendly and there's a lot of historical connections with each other. Throughout history, Scotland and Ireland weren't the best friends either. Let's be real about it, you know? We didn't need Braveheart to connect us to Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) Just needed hating the English, that's all. That's all, that ties everybody together, okay? So, Robert de Bruce never directly uh, betrayed um, William Wallace, though he's famous for just betraying people a lot, um, historically speaking. Um, Wallace never went on a one-man mission, killing a bunch of nobles. Um, What he actually did was he went back to France uh, to ask King Philip to, like, support the rebellion in Scotland um, for a few years. Uh, he returns to Scotland then um, without getting any help from Philip and gets brought to London. And this is kind of where it gets more brutal, actually, in the story, where he gets dragged naked through the streets. His testicles get cut off. He gets disemboweled. He gets stretched. Um, you know, and he got, gets cut into four pieces. And he, believe it or not, he did not shout, Freedom! He didn't and do that in the movie either. We've discussed this. <laughs> He was oh, losing right. it. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's losing it. Yeah, but like, yeah, so, um, like I said, the movie is more spiritually to our cultural zeitgeist than the historical facts, and I think that makes it beautiful. I think you're lying to yourself, Dan. I... You, of all people, you are an, you are a complete pedant when it comes um, to accuracy and things. You will break out of watching a movie if it gets, like, a single fact wrong. <laughs> you go, well, no, I can't yeah. handle this. Sure, sure. But what fits 
more into the, the Scottish and, by extension, Irish zeitgeist. Probably the what, actual history like, of this or the actual history. The Braveheart movie. All they had to do was make the movie about Robert the Bruce and not about William Wallace. He did a lot of the things that the movie says William Wallace does, yeah, including invading the, England and winning yeah. independence for Scotland. The only thing, the only thing about Robert Bruce though is that he backstabbed a lot of people and turned on a lot of people throughout it. He's not the a shimmering green I mean, hero either. He did win independence for Scotland though. He won. Yeah, so that's a big for thing. For him, him Scotland. He like, then also yeah. invaded Ireland. Technically. <laughs> Remember, he became a king. We, we should be clear that you know monarchies not the best thing. He, I mean, he also invaded Ireland and caused us yeah. a little famine. And so. burnt English and Irish um, homes alike without yeah, caring he, which he one. He came over to, to fight the English, and it went kind of well for a little while. And people up north were like, yeah. And everybody down in the south of Ireland was like, oh no. what's the difference? <laughs> why, should, why should we be? Why should we not be ruled by English and be ruled by the Scottish? Come on now. Yeah. We don't want either of those things. And then the his army couldn't get food, so they just started killing Irish people to take the food. <laughs> and yeah. they got run out of the country eventually because there was a yeah. famine. And Irish people said, the King of Tyrone at the time said that his defeat, the English defeating the Scottish in Ireland, was one of the best things to ever happen in the history of Ireland. So, yeah. So there you go. Which is Fuck why make that very movie. like Robert Bruce learning his lesson by the end of Braveheart about being honourable and noble, and he that Robert Bruce definitely did not invade Ireland and fucked it up. So it's more important. Should we we should watch the sequel sometime? We, we should yeah, watch. If we can get it. Robert it's, the Bruce sequel. Out there. I'm, it's I'm yeah. sure, probably out there somewhere. I don't know. Okay. We also did that. Didn't Netflix make a movie? Was it Outlaw King? Was that about Robert the Bruce? Chris wow. Pine is in it. Plays the king. I think it's a. I could be totally wrong. Chris, but Chris Pine, the most Swedish Norwegian looking motherfucker, is like Scottish in it or Irish. I think so. I think he's Irish. That's or, not Irish. I think he's. I think he's supposed to be Robert the Bruce. I'm not sure. Oh wow! I could be totally wrong. I mean, though. look. Don't get me wrong. I like Chris Pine, but he is not Scottish looking at all. No, he's not. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's whatever. Well, there you go. Uh, Rob Roy is marginally, I would say, more more historically accurate than Brave. Yes, but again, gets but more is things it historically important. Yeah, you know? definitely, man. Yeah, if anything, no. Rob Roy teaches us and the world that the English are a bunch of idiots who are pricks and dress like fools. Actually, I think you'll find that uh, Braveheart teaches us that the English are not only evil in history, but also manipulative, using local lords against their own people, and which they, is a more sinister and they, kind. And they won. They win in Braveheart. They do win in Braveheart. Rob Roy lives also. Rob Roy survives his movie. Yeah. William Wallace but does he get his testicles cut off? He no. dies a fool. I win. William Wallace <laughs> dies a fool in a rube used um, by his own people. Yeah, again, which makes it a more interesting movie than this whole, oh, hero, great. Oh, everything goes well for the hero. No, sometimes it goes bad. Oh, yeah, it goes, it goes bad. bad. It goes bad for Rob Roy. He gets a sword He's, in his hand. Yeah, and then he fucking rope swings off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool as fuck too, don't deny it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But does he go on a one-man mission throughout Scotland killing lords? No. He does. He's, he, the movie clearly says he's been wa he wages a guerrilla war 
against the English and he's been killing them all and stealing their cows. Oh, I should make just one more thing. Um, <laughs> William Wallace got nowhere close to York, just to make that clear. He was hundreds of miles away from that. He just invaded small English towns across the border. Yep. You know who did get close to York? Did Robert he? de Bruce. Did he? Robert, yeah, he won independence for Scotland. And he, then he, all along the border, he raided England like countless times. He yeah. fucked the whole place up. He was cool. Did he not? No, he wasn't. Did he not become lord of anything? Did he just like, okay, I got independence now. I'm gonna fuck back to my farm. Robert the Bruce. Yeah, he be, was king of Scotland. No, 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 not sorry, Robert the Bruce. Sorry, mistaken. I thought you were talking about your Rob Roy. Oh, no, oh Rob Roy. He went back. Well, he was, t- you know, he was still an illegal. He was still an outlaw, like at the end of the the whole thing. No, he wasn't. It's not the end of his story. No, didn't they make like a deal? His and stuff death, at the end of the his day? death, the money he owed Montrose was cleared. So he was cleared of his yeah. death, but he's still, the McGregor clan are still illegal people. Oh, yeah. In but Scotland. not in the movie, that doesn't get mentioned. No. I like to imagine, I like to imagine him coming back to his kids and going, hey, lads, you're all illegal now because you're McGregor's. Yeah. <laughs> I normally don't tell you this till you turn 16 and become a man, but it's time you should know. But you're half sibling that, you know, your mother was raped by an evil English bastard. Um, uh, they, they're not McGregor, so they'll be all right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. Isn't Loch Lomond lovely? <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, Ladies and gentle germs, we've laid out our arguments. Let's move into some final thoughts. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. This is the fun section where our final thoughts... Well, final thoughts are up to you guys. You tell us which movie... Look, Cosy, just be quiet. Let them speak. Oh! Oh, You can't say that. No, 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 no. Come on, no. That's all right. You can't say that on a podcast. Oh no, I that's mean that's, that's actually fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's true as well is what makes it good. Oh well thanks you know guys. Actually involved? Her, <laughs> I had heard about that actually. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to bring it up because Alright. Good idea. Yeah. Mm. Well thanks for those thanks for your input, guys. No, but no, seriously. Um tell us, what do you guys think? Rob Roy or Braveheart? I find it I will I will be astounded if there is even one person out there who genuinely thinks Rob Roy who prefers Rob Roy to Braveheart? Yeah. I'll be. I would say I enjoyed both movies, and I think um, I just think Braveheart's more entertaining. They're entire, Rob Roy's a good movie, yeah. but Braveheart's more entertaining. They're I think Rob Roy different. is. You were saying it. It feels like a stage play. Yeah, it's it's quite Shakespearean to me. Yeah, it's, it's the whole thing. I think it, the script in Rob Roy is very good. It, but it's not like I wouldn't go into Rob Roy expecting yeah. just another Bra- like Braveheart 2.0. Oh God, no. Like, it's, it's really weird that people compare the two because really the only thing they have is like two Scottish lads go on a rebellion. Historical things yeah. set in Scotland. And that's it. Like. Kind of it like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. We have, I mean, Jesus, man, it's nearly Christmas. Hey, thing I forgot to mention at the top, but now we're still oh, here. Oh, we should mention it. Yeah, actually. Yeah, go on. Happy <laughs> anniversary to us. Uh, yes, that's it. We uh, did it. Owen and I have been married for five years now. It's um, been longer than that, I think. <laughs> we've, been, we've been doing this show. We released our first episode. We're a little bit late because uh, that's how the episode release schedule worked out. I think our first, pr- our first proper episode on Space Station 76 
came out, I think, yeah, like weird the 4th one. of December. Yeah, it was a real weird choice to start on. No, to be fair, we started with Artemis Fall, which was the most accurate one to start on, but it wasn't a good listen, lads. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, me, bits of it, you know. It was wait, just kind of... Wait, hey, how about release it, we'll release it as a Christmas present on Christmas? If... They can listen to... I still, yeah, I still oh, have it. If, okay, if this podcast gets what... Do you want retweets or likes or what do you want to do? If we get 6,000 likes okay, on Facebook. Okay, let's be a little would, bit okay. further down there. If we get go 30, 20. 30 likes. 30 likes. 20. Which one now? Come 30, on. If we get 30 likes on Facebook. Okay. Can we do if 30? We 30 we've never no, had 10 How about we get 30 interactions across our social media platforms, wherever they may be on our social media? Different people. For, yeah, different yeah, not just people. one person <laughs> commenting thirty times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there you go. Do we'll really, I'll do it. Okay, I'll let it. Do. No, no, do yeah, yeah, any focus interaction. That was the algorithm. I'll do it. Okay, I'll let it. I'll edit Artemis Fowl, um, and I'll if we get that, I will release it as a Christmas yeah. present to everyone. For some reason, we really uh, bully a certain actor in that movie <laughs> in really nasty, horrible ways. Yeah, God bless him. <laughs> Poor guy. But, oh, um, gal. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Top of the morning. Oh, hey. there you go. That, and you'll, you'll learn where that comes from when you hear the episode. <laughs> but that's, that's that'll be our Christmas present to everyone. We do have one more episode left. We're doing one more episode before Christmas. Um, Ooh. And then we're kind of done. That's it. What are you doing? The, that's it. The show is over then. Not doing no, no, any. no, no. Like, no, what are we doing for the next episode? <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry, we're doing um, Tokyo Godfathers. Yeah, this is an anime movie. Yeah, Dan Dan tells me it's a Christmas movie. Yes. So, it is. here you go. Yeah, um, and we're doing The Matrix after Christmas sometime as well. Matrix well, 4, given it away, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, well, look. Uh, the I ma- mean, that, that'll be, yeah, we're, we're going to do that. We'll, we'll, we plan on doing The Matrix. We also planned on doing Spider-Man No Way Home, but no, we're not anymore. Well, we'll probably no, talk about it before Christmas at some point. We probably will, yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. That's, uh, that's it. So we'll see you guys for the next one, which is due to be released right before Christmas, the week after next. And you can all have a splendid Christmas break with your family, gathered around the fire, drinking whiskey, listening. Or any festivals be grand. or friendships you celebrate. On Whatever those. denomination you adhere to. Or non-nominate. I don't say anything. Just, uh, just, 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 if you're sound and you're a bit of crack it's, over this I would say, winter time. I would say the whiskey is important because it makes us easier to listen to. It makes us harder to talk as well if we drink it. Bye. Anyway, thanks guys. We will see you all in the next cartoon. Bye.